Today is Friday, yeah, uh, Friday, January the 11th, um, yeah, I suppose. One, uh, sort of good thing about this January 11th is that it is four degrees. That's, uh, Celsius for you American folk, and that's, uh, for January, pretty goddamn warm. I think it's supposed to be 11 today. Double digits in January is all right by me. This weather has been approved by the Jordan Maywood Foundation for Weather. As you are most likely aware, as this is episode 48 or 49, I can't remember which, um, if you jumped into this podcast on episode number 48 or 49, that's odd of you. To, to jump on board and not listen to earlier episodes, but hey, I think the beauty of the lackadaisical liberal cubicleless podcast is that you can jump in anywhere. Just read the description of the episode, and if you see that I will be talking about things that interest you, have a listen. And it doesn't matter if you listen to episode one uh, or episode forty-eight. It's all good on you. Friday, within the Liberal Cube, of course means it is Fra Internet Day, in which I will bring things back that I have seen or read or listened to from the Fra Internets, and uh, bring them back here to discuss them. And if for no other reason, then you too can see and listen and read to the interesting things I have seen and read and listened to. How does that How does that sound for a plan? It is a plan. It is a plan I am sticking with. Uh, is it an evil master plan? Mm, we'll go uh, 30% evil, um, 70% master. That's a good ratio. Let's... Uh, throw out today's sponsor. Well, let's not throw them out, because they've been so kind to us to sponsor this episode. Today's sponsor is Awkward Penguin Tuxedo Rental and Mortuary. Once again, today's sponsor is Awkward Penguin Tuxedo Rental and Mortuary. Let's delve right in now to the first item up for bids? No, it's not up for bids. Uh, a little, uh, little podcast. A little podcast by the name of Vic's Basement. The Vic, in this case, is not um, Vic Mackey from The Shield. No, no, no. Although that would be an interesting podcast. It is uh, Victor Lucas, who we've talked about before, and I think I kind of described him as the Canadian version of Chris Hardwick in that he has sort of created a nerdy empire. His and Chris's nerdy empires are obviously quite different. Uh, Victor Lucas's focuses 
um, most of his nerdy resources on uh, video game related nerdishness, including his brand new podcast. Uh, well, not brand brand new, but hell, I think, yeah, yeah, I've done more episodes of this podcast than he has done of his, if that's any, any indication of its newness. Uh, we also, uh, when I did first mention this podcast, Vic's Basement, um, I did mention that it was, for me, the very first podcast that I was actually at a taping of, because they did uh, an episode uh, of their podcast at Fan Expo in uh, 2012 in Toronto, which I, uh, I attended the taping, so that was cool. It was one. Uh, it was one more straw on my camel back to uh, get me to do this podcast. So thank you for that. Uh, the reason I brought it back this time was because uh, if you are unfamiliar with Victor Lucas uh, before the podcast, and mostly what he does is a uh, two TV shows: one called Reviews on the Runs, and one called uh, EP Daily, formerly uh, Electric Playground. Uh, both very good. Uh, if I had to pick one, I would pick Reviews on the Run because uh, it is probably out there the best video game review show um, as far as... Well, now that X-Play is not around, it is the best. Uh, X-Play, the only reason I would put it higher is not for its video game reviews, but for its comedy. So, if you're looking for comedy and video game reviews at the same time, go for X-Play, uh, although I don't think it's on the air anymore. Uh, however, if you want the actual hardcore uh, video game reviews, stick with uh, Reviews on the Run, and, and there's still some laughs too, don't, don't get me wrong. Very entertaining all around. So uh, that's sort of his bread and butter, are those two shows. Uh, and then once a year, he will do a episode called the Rocket and Raygun Awards. Basically like your your Emmys and Oscars and uh, Spike TV's Video Game Awards where they will uh, break video games down into their categories, uh, have some nominees, and then uh, they will each pick their their best one within those nominations, within those nominees. So uh, there, there might not be one clear winner. I guess if they all pick the same one, that's a clear winner. But sometimes, uh, not as often, they'll all pick uh, different ones. And it's usually a group of guys kind of just sitting around, throwing out video game titles and then saying which one they like, which, to me, uh, I like. So uh, the reason... I'm talking about the podcast is because they did their show on TV, Reviews on the Run, and then sort of mixed it and melded it together with this podcast uh, to create the first annual Rocket and Ray Gun themed podcast episode of Vic's Basement. Uh, very cool idea. I'm glad they did it. Sort of that integration between a television show and a podcast, uh, I think, is a first for me. So uh, I like the, the thought of that, the thought behind it. This uh, Victor Lucas character is a, is a one smart cookie. Okay, so let's leave that behind by uh, just by saying if you like video games and you like to hear them reviewed 
and you would like to know what happened in the video game industry in uh, 2012 and what games you can look back on to possibly purchase now that they've been out for a little while and I would uh, I would highly recommend listening to this. So that brings us to item the second. I had a podcast episode one of the very first Fry Internet days, if not the first, called The Mating Call of the Physicist. The physicist in question was uh, Mr. Michio Kaku! Kaku! Um, Michio Kaku! That's K-A-K-U. Is a very, very prominent physicist. Um, prominent from the point of view that if you ever watch any uh, educational TV shows or shit from the interwebs, you will most likely have seen him. I believe the one we brought back was sort of his uh, masterwork, which is, uh, what does he call it, just about the universe in general, kind of, uh, or is it where he talks about everything from string theory to, you know, atoms, particles, uh, very, very... Uh, Mr. Kaku very uh, seamlessly seems to intertwine educating us and entertaining us at the same time, so I'm very appreciative about that, kind of on the same, uh, on the same wavelength as Mr. Neil deGrasse Tyson, who also sort of amps up that let's make it interesting so more people will be educated by what I'm saying. Uh, so I like that. It's uh, It has to be done in order for, you know, average Joe Blow like myself to uh, to find materials such as this accessible because uh, I don't think if I were to sit in a lecture by a physicist who just spit out numbers and facts, uh, it'd be a lot more, it'd be a lot harder just to digest this sort of material. So this was a big think, as I tend to always bring back at least one big think, which is a, uh, we'll call it a web series, that's uh, smart folk will sit down and talk about shit, for our entertainment and education pleasure. Uh, this particular one was called, Is God a Mathematician? Mr. Uh, Kaku's uh, sort of theory here, we can call it a theory. Uh, His theory, his hope, is that uh, physicists such as himself are always sort of striving towards that one equation, one uh, equation that explains everything. Uh, He says that uh, the sort of goal is to have a one-inch long equation, I don't know how big the the lettering is, but I guess it doesn't really matter, Uh, one inch long equation that will explain everything. Now what does that mean? (laughs) That's a good question. Right now we have different theories to uh, explain different things, I guess you could say. For example, uh, Einstein's theory of general relativity Uh, explains the actions of large things, such as planets. And then we have, um, which Mr. Kaku is an expert in, string theory, 
which explains the um, sort of movement and existence, I think you could even say, of small things like atoms and, and things like that. So on your from your ma microscopic level to your macroscopic level. Now, the problem being is that these two theories do not get along with one another. I think if you just boil it down to that, if you try to use Einstein's theory to explain small things, it does not work. And if you try to use string theory to explain uh, large things, it does not work. So something that uh, physicists are sort of seem to be constantly working toward the sort of holy grail of their profession is uh, what they call a unified uh, theory in which will it be these two theories uh, matched together in one? Will it be a totally new theory? Uh, I don't know, and I don't think they do either. Uh, so he thinks that once this theory is known, we would become um, godlike in our knowledge of the universe. So, uh, kind of beautiful, the way he put it. Um, he, of course, is not <laughs> saying that there is a god. He's saying that he's a scientist, after all. There are scientists uh, who are religious. However, uh, I forget who said it. It was maybe Neil... No, no, I think it was... Uh, yeah, oh, I know who it was. Uh, Bill Maher said that if you have two scientists who are uh, sort of equally as intelligent as one another, uh, and one tells you one thing, and one, and they they are both telling you, I don't know, something doesn't matter what, he would be more likely to trust the person who does not believe in God, which to me makes perfect sense because uh, the person who does believe in God will have to, by the very definition of uh, theism, have to suspend their logical faculties. Uh, yeah. Okay, so let's leave that behind, if we can, and talk about, since I'm getting uh, close to work, how about we'll throw in, uh, since we mentioned him, Mr. Neil deGrasse Tyson and a Star Talk. Uh, he is now on the Nerdist Network on the YouTubes. So this particular episode of Star Talk, he sat down with fellow Nerdist Network alums, Mr. Chris Hardwick himself, and um, and a uh, sort of newer addition to the Nerdist family of programming, uh, Baba Booey. Baba Booey, Baba Booey. <laughs> if you are at all familiar with Howard Stern, you may know Baba Booey. He does a, on the Nerdist channel, a tech talk web series in which he'll bring in uh, gadgets. Apparently he's a huge, huge uh, gadget freak, gadget nerd. So that's kind of cool. I, I kind of just thought he was some dumb guy who worked at, worked with Howard Stern, but apparently he's got his nerd on when it comes to technological gadgets, so I like that. Uh, and I've watched, I don't know if we've brought any back yet. Why don't we just talk about those now? Uh, he'll do, uh, what he'll do, like 10, 8, 15, 
we'll go eight to 15 minute uh, segments where he'll talk about uh, different gadgets that he's tested out, ones that he uh, either tested out just for the purposes of a show or ones that he uses in his day-to-day life, which uh, I like those ones because then it it shows that uh, someone who's a freak about gadgets, if they use this gadget, you can assume it's pretty cool. One episode that springs to mind was that he brought back, what would you call them, I think video streaming devices like the Roku and Apple TV. I wish he had done the Boxy Box, because I have a Boxy Box, Boxy Box, Boxy Box, which are uh, devices that let you stream uh, media from, say, the internet to your uh, TV or something cool that the Boxy Box does. It has its own sort of channels on it. Uh, one of the reasons I got rid of my Rogers box was because of this Boxy Box, Boxy Box. So you can either go on, you can go onto it, and then it'll have hundreds of different shows that you can watch all for free, no monthly fees. Uh, other than paying for your internet, which um, I was aware of it, but if you are not aware of it, and you hook up a box such as this, and your internet um, monthly allowance is not very high, uh, you may get into trouble where you go over and would have to pay crazy fees for uh, the gigabytes you have gone over on your your internet allowance. I think uh, I've heard that in the States, uh, quite often they don't have, and it's unlimited. Uh, I'm not sure how true that is. I know I've definitely read a couple times that Canada is like the worst for uh, internet usage data caps. Uh, So that sucks, (laughs) especially for someone like me who, like last month, for example, used over 100 gigabytes. All right, I'm at work, so let's uh, leave it at 100 gigabytes. 100 gigabytes. Folks, uh, I will be back, definitely, and I love you, dearies. I'm a fool to do your dirty working, working, working. And we're back. We are back. We are back. We are back. We are back. 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 We are back. Back in action. Thank you.
was an interesting jump in there. Sometimes I will check on my drive home if there's a song playing when I get into the car, and that just happened to be it, and I love myself a little uh, ZZ top, as we say up here in Canada. So that will conclude the Friday drive home primal scream slash laugh, uh, throw in a little QQQQ107 radio roulette. Needless to say, we won. We won. Okay, let's hop back in to the podcast. Why don't we? Ah, that was rhetorical. There's no reason that you should answer that. Uh, first, let's start out by saying that I am on my way home, yes, but I'm making a stop. Uh, I am doing something I have never done before, which is stopping at a auction. What? Why would I do a crazy thing like that? I'll tell you why. Uh, I was uh, surfing around uh, last night, I guess it was, looking for some uh, shits and giggles that the missus and I could do, just to kind of go out and do something. We're uh, quite often homebodies, uh, by choice. So uh, I thought, hey, let's go out and do something. Now, that being said, she is not meeting me here. I'm going by myself, because uh, the auction is being held at a uh, banquet hall that I drive by every single day. Uh, It was just a sort of coincidence that this one Friday, uh, almost exactly at the time that I'm driving by this banquet hall, they're going to be having an auction, so I thought it was sort of uh, a sign to tell me to go. So that's what I'm doing. Maybe I will uh, report back here how this auction business turned out for me. My uh, sort of expectation is that they're going to have sort of diamonds and gold and pearls uh, and no one else but me will show up and I will buy it all for pennies. Literally, I will get pennies out of the cushions of my car and pay for diamonds. That is the assumption I am going under. It's still Fra-Hinternet day, so we're still going to talk about shit from the Fra-Hinternets. It just makes sense, people. Uh, Let's see. Next was a TED Talk. Oh, this one uh, was interesting. It was called, uh, I think it was called, called Re-Engineering Mosquitoes. Re-Engineering Mosquitoes. Now, something I actually just realized I don't like about that title is Re implies that they had already been engineered. So I think it just should be called Engineering Mosquitoes rather than Re-Engineering. What they plan to do is, uh, you may know that malaria on the planet Earth is one of the most deadliest of diseases that kill, um, I think they did throw out some statistics, but uh, it's sort of mind-boggling how much more people die from malaria than 
uh, sort of other diseases that you think are killing people. Now, uh, obviously, uh, this is in, um, quite often in, I should say, in third world countries, or uh, not even necessarily that, just countries uh, closer to the equator, I guess, is probably a safe bet to say that. Uh, here in Canada, we have mosquitoes, yes. Uh, actually, I think northern uh, Ontario is sort of famous for the size and ferocity of its mosquitoes. However, we don't have a, uh, a lot of malaria here, so I think it's uh, more something to do with the climate than anything. I could be wrong. I'm not a, I'm not a mosquito scientist. I, I have never pretended to be a mosquito scientist, people. Just, uh, I keep getting these comments. Are you a mosquito scientist? Where did you go to mosquito scientist school? And I cannot stress this enough. I am not a mosquito scientist. That being said, I'm a mosquito scientist. Pause for comedy. Uh, so they were going to engineer mosquitoes to, uh, I forget the exact process they were planning. So, because I do not remember what it was, it was something with uh, male mosquitoes, how they don't actually suck blood. Um, oh, jeez. Yeah, no, sorry, not a clue. I uh, recommend the video. It was cool, uh, just for the fact that kind of think to yourself that we, as human beings, have uh, this potential, this ability to change um, sort of the face of the earth in such a drastic manner by our science. Uh, so that's one reason why I liked it. And uh, the other reason is uh, saving lives. That's always uh, nice as well. Yes, yes. Okay, so let's move on to uh, a podcast. This is a podcast. Sometimes I talk about podcasts. It's very meta. Is it? I don't think it is, but let's say it is. Um, Adam Carolla, Mr. Adam Carolla. Actually, just before I left work, I was listening to him. But what I have brought back is he did uh, another interview because he's had uh, Mr. Jay Moore on a couple of times now. I'm getting sort of the feeling that uh, Jay Moore wants to uh, hop on, hop in this podcast universe. And um, I think he has started one of his own, I'm pretty sure. Uh, and it sounds like he and uh, Adam are good buddies, so they're kind of... Uh, it's almost as if Jay Moore is coming on Adam Carolla's podcast to sort of learn from the best. I don't know, that's just kind of a vibe I get. Maybe I'm way off. He, uh, Jay Moore, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know about him. I don't know if I like him or not. I have heard, being... Um, sort of a comedy nerd and listening listening to uh, comedians talk on various forums that Jay Moore uh, has uh, at one time in his life been accused of stealing jokes, which uh, if you should know anything about stand-up comedy, you should know that that is a no-no. New no-no, you may even say. Um... And uh, he even talked about it a little bit uh, on his last appearance on Adam Carolla, how he basically admitted to doing so and had the excuse that it was when he first started out and blah, blah, blah. And it did kind of make me feel like, yeah, okay, you made a mistake, you regret it. Um, forgiveness is something we should all do. So, 
yeah. Uh, he's good at impressions, and is funny. You can tell when two funny people are sitting around gabbing that they are funny. <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a sense you can uh, develop. Uh, who else did he have on? He had on uh, Dr. Drew, or Dr. Bruce, who I like to call the poor man's Dr. Drew. He friggin', uh, I don't know why this Dr. Bruce comes on the show, because Adam, I, 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 I'm assuming that it's a joke, but he friggin' tears him a new one all the time, and just will not let him get away with anything, and uh, it's pretty uh, hilarious dynamic they have between the two of them. <laughs> if I was Dr. Bruce, I would not put up with what he puts up with from Adam, I'll tell you that right now. Uh, I am almost at the auction, it's kind of halfway between home and work. So uh, I'll come back and polish off a few more things. Let's just leave Adam Carolla behind with saying that uh, him and Dr. Drew are going to be doing their podcast, what is it, three times a week. So that's pretty cool. Also, he just hinted again at, and it sounds like it's in the works, he came from this podcast, he came from Mike Tyson's house. So he did this podcast and he's like, Oh, I just came from Mike Tyson's house. So that uh, Mike Tyson having his own podcast is, from the sounds of it, uh, kind of a go. Uh, Going to be pretty, pretty cool to listen to that. Definitely will bring it back. All right, folks, I need to think of some sort of music to play right now because I'm at the auction. Some sort of music or sounds, auction type sounds. Uh, so Jordan, another mental note for you find sounds to, to play there. And the winner is... Alright, folks, uh, just before I stop, i uh, let you know I'm at the auction, and there's only three cars here, so, hey, three cars and a couple of trucks. So maybe I am going to be the only one here betting on shit. What do you think of that? Oh, on the road again. On the road again. Alright, folks. Mission accomplished. Um, tenfold. Let me explain, uh, rather than fry internet day, I'm gonna throw in a bunch of auction shit here. Uh, it was fucked up. Friggin' crazy, man. Basically, from the sounds of it, this auction was very unusual in the fact that, uh, well, it was my first, obviously, and there was, um, when the auction started, there was two other people there. Two other people. Um, with thousands and thousands of items to go through. Something that helped that process is you could put little sticky things on things you wanted to bid on. So uh, I did the rounds and put a few stickies on. Uh, the missus knew I was going to this and did not plan to go, but uh, she then called me and I let her know that uh, I was at an auction with two other guys. <laughs> of 3,000 items, so she drove from work and met me there, even though it was kind of way out of her way. We spent, uh, well, you know what? Let me just tell you what I got. The missus got a, uh, what is it called? Rose gold watch. That's that's a good starting point. We got, um, I think, 
we're going to check when we get home. Uh, really cool painting from, I think it's one of the group of seven. What else did I get? I got a couple of samurai swords, you know, because I have not bought a sword in a while, but they were there. No one else was bidding on them. They were mine. Genuine, real, sharp, friggin' swords. I got a $1 bill, one with John F. Kennedy on it, one with John Wayne on it, and one, really the only reason I bought these, uh, with friggin' William Shatner on it. Legal, American, minted, $1 bill with William Shatner on it. How much would you pay for that? Thousands of dollars? Then I got some other gold Star Trek thing. And last, but I guess we'll go not least, I got a movie poster for the movie Three Amigos, signed by the Three Amigos. Mr. Steve Martin, Chevy Chase, and Martin Short. To round her out. Uh, there were guys there who, if I was in this business of going to auctions and buying shit and selling shit, I'm, I don't know how they did not lose their friggin' minds, man. Because uh, there was just item after item after item that, things that uh, were appraised at thousands of dollars that were going for forty, fifty dollars uh, Mind-boggling. Even the, uh, the guy running the auction, he was like, well, this thing that just sold for $40... Uh, last night, someone bought for $400, like things like that. So, <laughs> for a uh, first-time auction goer, I think I picked the right night. Very, very exciting stuff. I, I like the, uh, the search for new experiences, and this was definitely one of them. So, highly recommend checking out an auction. Come here. Uh, shit from the Fra Internet. Um, yeah. This is a Fry Internet day, and all that auction talk, talk is not really Fry Internets, but sometimes you gotta roll with the punches, and if life deals you a awesome experience, and you have a podcast, uh, bring it back, no matter what your podcast is about. That is my theory. The missus is currently driving behind me, and is riding my goddamn ass like some sort of maniac. Even though uh, it's foggy to the point where I can barely see, you should just give the brakes a little tap and see what she does. Okay, uh, let's just for, uh, because I can't see my notes because it is pitch black and foggy, uh, let me run down one that I remember off the top of my head for Fra Internet Day. So we get a little more in. So I did totally jip you if you came looking for nothing but the Fra Internets. It was a podcast by Mr. Mark Marin of WTF is the name of his podcast. We did speak about it last Friday, if I do recall. Uh, I did mention that I only really listen to him if it's a guest that I kind of care about and want to hear about. And the guest was Mr. Michael Keaton. Michael Keaton, uh, who you do not see uh, as often as, well, as often as I would like. Definitely, uh, if I were to rate Batman's... See, when I write Batmans, I like to uh, include the animated Batmans and the... Ah, shit. Didn't write down his name because wasn't planning on talking about this. The guy who does the voice of Batman in, like, the animated series. And uh, I think he... Uh, in Justice League and 
really your sort of standby voice actor for Batman. He's my favorite. <laughs> Just like uh, Mark Hamill's Joker is my favorite Joker. Uh, then, for Batmans, I think Michael Keaton would be next, number two for me, over Christian Bale. Uh, I should say that I have not seen all of the... I haven't seen the newest Batman. I actually just got them... Holy friggin' fog. Just got them on... Just got them on DVD and was planning, since I have Monday off, to do a uh, marathon, Batman movie marathon. So look forward to that. Uh, probably Movie Monday, which I will record probably on Tuesday, just to confuse you. Jesus Christ. I don't even know where I am. I kind of see. Uh, what was I saying? Yes, yes. The W2F with Mark Marin, Michael Keaton guest. Highly, highly recommend listening to this interview because it's cool to hear someone like Michael Keaton, who, have you ever heard, uh, just throw it, throw it out like this. Have you ever heard Michael Keaton sit down and shoot the shit for an hour and change? I can almost guarantee you, unless you uh, somehow know Michael Keaton and are one of his pals, this has never happened. So the beauty of a podcast is uh, just a couple of guys, in this case, sitting down and chewing the fat. Uh, talk about how Michael Keaton got where he is today is what they'll kind of focus on. He uh, apparently did stand-up, which I did not know. Did you know? You probably didn't know. I wish we saw more of uh, Michael Keaton. If you saw his work in The Other Guys, his uh, comedic timing is, is pretty spot-on. Uh, he also plays a really good bad guy, plays a good good guy, very, very versatile. So, let's leave, since I'm at home, the podcast with I Love You, Michael Keaton. Throw that out there into the ether. And uh, sign off with, it's nice to be nice to the nice. Thank you for listening. This has been another edition of the Lackadaisical Libra Cubicle Wrist. We here in the Liberal Cube would love to hear from you. If for any reason you would like to contact us, you can do so via the email address. Mailwood.jordan at gmail.com And now I have a theory. I've got a theory that it's a demon, a dancing demon. Something isn't right there. I've got a theory. The best is yet to come and babe, won't it be fine? You think you've seen the sun, but you ain't seen it shine. Wait till the warm-up's underway Wait till our lips have met Wait till you see that sunshine day You ain't seen nothing yet The best is yet to come and be Won't it be fine? The best is yet to come, come the day you're mine Live long and prosper.